Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. Running up Regent Street toward 1440 Monroe Streets. With a giant motion W painted on his bare chest. By the way, I have this vision not not of Derek Blakesley running without a shirt on. I have this vision you currently. You kind of do. That's honestly well, what I was like. Why are you picturing a bare-skinned Blakesley? Barefoot, like, I don't have any more bees, but that, that's an odd visual you just threw at us. Uh, it's beautiful. Um, I actually have this vision of him, since Jesse's out, sitting in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios alone <laughs> on his phone because he thought he was supposed to come in, and we're calling him from Milwaukee instead. Uh, regardless, though, we always call him when we have an IT question because PDS is our go-to. Uh, PDS been providing technology solutions and transforming IT for area companies for over 30 years. PDS is giving today's worker that true ability to work from anywhere as they balance work and life. PDS wants to be your trusted partner in driving success with enterprise solutions, digital workplace platforms, and managed services that fit your needs. PDS, Paragon Development Systems. Derek, good morning. Who dislikes each other more, you and Fran McCaffrey and Iowa fans or P.J. Fleck? And Coach Luke Fickle. Boy, I don't know if I can answer that question, but it was really fun watching Iowa blow that 30, what was the spread yesterday, 33, and they go in and get beat. Um, and I was I was going to send something snarky to some of my, my Iowa brethren, but I didn't because I wanted to show a little restraint in the Christmas season. As I, I Now that you've mentioned it, I took my shirt off and have adorned myself and fragrant Christmas oils so that everyone can picture that at home, especially the female listeners. But uh, <laughs> Fragrant Christmas oils? Is that like frankincense and myrrh? Well, I don't know. I'm looking at the bottle here. It just says essential, so I felt I better put it on since you mentioned it, and I'm, I'm as slippery as can be and just glistening in my in my living room and enjoying a Coors Light okay. looking out the window. Alright, so so, Derek, <laughs> you and Will D. go do. The bottom line is, I don't like hey. either of those guys. I don't like either of those guys, and I'm so happy Fran okay. McCaffrey lost yesterday. It was wonderful. Uh, I'm not here to talk about Iowa basketball. I can give two I. rips about Iowa basketball. All right, but what I do care about is yesterday was a good day. Was a real good day. If so you good. love Wisconsin football like I do, what are you as excited as I am? I'm assuming the answer is yes. Well, yeah, I am. But, you know, th- today's today's segment is really about listening. Because if anything, I've been known my throughout my life as a great listener. And if you throw everything into the aggregate of what we've talked about over the course of four years, and specifically what you had talked about, Tausch, at the beginning of this season, you looked me in the eye and you said, hey, Derek, are you excited about excited about the year? And I was like, not really. And I don't think Jesse was, and you were kind of saying some other people, there wasn't a lot of enthusiasm. And if Not you a lot listen, of juice. Uh, there, there, just, there just wasn't. And now there's a whole new feeling. 
And I think feelings are very important to Badger fans of hope and excitement about where this program's going. And yesterday were some real signs of life that things are going to get better around here. Wow. That's really, that's a yeah. shift. Yeah, I, I, big I just, shift. I, I think where that, is that? Where is that coming from, Derek? What what was it about yesterday that you saw? Because you, look, we have spent a lot of time on this show wringing our hands about the future of Badger football, and now you're Mr. Positivity without your shirt on, which I'm not going to mention anymore. Well, it's just like I said. If, if you if you would just listen to the input from from the fan base, which I kind of represent on the show here, and what, what you've said, Jason, and what Tausch has said, and what Nortman, you know, Nortman and I the other day when, I, when he was filling in, we had that conversation about if, if we were sitting in, the, in someone's a kid's living room, what's the pitch? What's the pitch right now? And, and, and Nortman's answer to me was kind of off the air, well, man, that's a hard question. And all of a sudden, with the hiring of Fickle and with what we've seen and we've got evidence of, it sounds like that pitch is that, is that we are going to do awaken a sleeping giant is what's come up. And it implies that in a certain way, uh, the Wisconsin Badger football program was a little bit asleep. And that's the energy I talked about in, the, in my first comments. And that sort of, we, we're feeling a shift. And it really isn't difficult. It's about effort. I think as a fan, what I'm seeing is effort. Like, we're getting out. We're offering eighth graders, baby. We're serious about we're yeah, offering eighth graders quarterbacks. I mean, we're out there. And, and not only are we offering people, we're offering the four-star kids. We're winning. We're winning some of them. And, of course, some of those are holdovers from Cincinnati. But when we bring in Evers from, from Oklahoma, and we're, we're, it, we know, we know if we get enough of the higher-rated kids in here, that the overall, in the aggregate, the, the level of play is going to get better. And the best part about Wisconsin for Fickle is that this is not an all-or-nothing program. We don't require national championships. We don't require that level of play. Our culture is about, is about walk-ons. It's about locals in Wisconsin, which we're going to work on, um, with the expectation we bring enough in, and, and we're going to have more capability to do that, talent out from all across the country, to be very competitive at the highest levels on any given year. So, you know, my, my concern with bringing a coach like Fickle in was, I called him the unicorn kind of pick, is that if he has success at Wisconsin, he's going to leave. And so I still have that reservation uh, because of the money that's available in the SEC. But, boy, it just feels real good to be winning some of these recruiting wars, and it looks like we're finally paying attention. For the moment, Saeed Khalif left. And I was on air, and I was very concerned. And everyone said, well, you're an idiot. People called me a lunatic. People called me a lunatic for four years because I've asked for more effort, more resources, higher levels of investment in the recruiting area at the university. And that we're finally seeing it. I feel like I can breathe again. I can finally exhale. And I'm very hopeful and very happy. It's exciting to watch. Derek, how are you approaching Evers and his addition? And did you learn any lessons from the excitement level you yourself had about new Florida Gator Graham Mertz that you are going to apply to your expectations and hopes for the new Badgers quarterback? Well, we, we, we don't know that Evers is going to start, and especially start right away, but it shows our capability to bring in the prototypical quarterback that we're looking for. Tausch has spoken about this at length 
in that we need a we need a triple threat guy, a guy that can get first down to his feet and can be mobile. And the fact that we can bring in Evers, and uh, we'll see what we've got there. We've also got um, another good QB recruit coming in, and it's not just about Mertz. Mertz was a four or five star guy, and he was singular. Um, Kind of like, you know, you look at uh, Logan Brown, you look at Erasmus James way back in the day, we may maybe get one. But if we get enough of these four or five-star five, five star guys, the law of large numbers starts to kick in. And at the quarterback position, you know, what, this is what's upset to me. My understanding of sources that I had was that we were 40%, 30% at the highest at one point to get Caleb Williams. And, of course, we weren't ready and we weren't prepared and we weren't, we weren't paying enough attention to this side of the business, the money – the, the NIL stuff and offering players what they need, and we lost him. And it turned out we, we lost the, the guy that won the Heisman. So, you know, it wasn't, wasn't likely he was going to come, but we weren't prepared if he was. And I feel Fickle and his staff and who he's got brought in so far is prepared to be opportunistic in the portal and opportunistic on the recruiting trail when opportunities present themselves. I don't believe we were in position to behave that way in the previous, uh, with the previous coach at the end of his run. It was just it was time to move on. He was great and there's nothing nothing wrong with a good 7-8 year run. And now that we've moved forward, I feel like we all are moving in one direction and like I said, it's uh, I think we're going to have good quarterbacks, we have great receivers. Uh, we got a four-star kid yesterday on the wide receiver. I mean, it's just it's just good we're bringing in talent. We're going to have a chance when we play at the top of the Big 10 in the in the years to come and I'm very confident about that. All right, DB. So Jason was all upset about the PJ Fleck thing. He didn't like. Uh, he thought it was a bad reflection on Fickle that there was negative recruiting. Uh, what was your what first instinct? What did you say? I don't want. I don't want to misquote you. Uh, I just wanted to understand how commonplace this was, and you enlightened me. Ah, That's look, all. Look, because recruit, it sounded recruiting. whiny. Sounded look, whiny. I'm, I'm in, PJ Fleck was my point. Yeah, look, I, I'm in the sales and marketing business, and that's what recruiting is. It can be a dirty business at times. What I don't want to do is waste our time comparing ourselves in any way or, or wasting wasting cycles talking about the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And if, if there is any guy that's sitting at home all with his shirt off, oiled up, looking in the mirror, it's P.J. Fleck. P.J. Fleck loves him, so P.J. Fleck, what they don't love up there is winning. He's below 500 in conference. I don't even want to talk about that. I think we're in a position now where we go up there and play because we have to, our focus needs to shift to uh, how fickle uh, Coach Fick is going to get us ready to play Michigan, Ohio State, and get to, and get into the conversation with with those schools. They they can whine about recruiting all they want. I mean, th- there's stuff that's said by assistant coaches. There's stuff that's said over the phone. There's stuff between probably agents and things now, or however the NIL stuff is set up. Right. It, it can be na- it could be nasty business. There's stories out there. Deion Sanders calling kids um, on the phone on the way to their commitment ceremonies for other schools. Look, it, it's nasty. And at times, we got to be nasty. There's got to be a little more nastiness and a little more effort shown in order to get the people in here that get us where we want to go. And, and we're also, it seems like, we've come to the conclusion as, a, as a, a real revenue driver for the entire department that we need to invest more money into football, and that's what we've done here with the salaries and with the moves we've made. So let's, let's just quit talking about Fran McCaffrey and his loser basketball team and quit worrying so much about the golfers. We're going to be smoking them. We're going to be smoking them. I feel good about that. Flex. Fleck is all all talk. He doesn't deliver. Fick shows up three, four weeks later. Well, he's delivered. It, in fairness, they've beaten us. They've taken the axe back. Yeah, so because we, I'm not we, gonna. Tausch, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do this. Okay. But there are certain Uh-oh. people, such as yourself, that were. Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to cause vitriol in the house. Well, then don't do it. 
Yeah, don't do it. But I am I am brought on for my reactions and my opinions. And you were a, you were a badger recruit. You were a recruiting apologist. <laughs> is what you were. Uh, and for a couple of years, apologist. it paralyzed the program because okay. we had we had former players and people in a sphere of influence who said, "Well, wait a while, wait a while." Sphere even, of influence. Even <laughs> even in the pregame before our game against Iowa or Ohio State this year, we had pundits talking about how you know it was going to be close, and I tried to carry a little water and, and think of a circumstance in which. A series of unfortunate events could occur for the Buckeyes that could lead to us losing by less than three touchdowns. I mean, we we were having the wrong kind of conversations. We had the wrong kind of energy, and some of it was because of the way the, the things will be fine. We'll just keep doing them the way we've always done them. And I was also, and not just to point out, Tosh, I'm in the same boat. You know, talking about how you know it's cyclical; these things go up and down, and and we're really not that attractive of a program for a coach. You know, I was wrong. Um, but we, we needed to move forward, and I, I give a lot of credit to, to Mac. McIntosh, McIntosh did some things that I think folks in our sphere of influence, if that's our theme here, didn't think he was probably actions he wasn't going to take. He wasn't going to be that bold. And I give him a ton of credit. We're not guaranteed that we're going to have success here, but, man, are we in a lot better position for the odds to be higher that we're going to have some exciting football played in the next uh, couple of years here. So, some of this is your fault, Tosh. I'm sorry that you were, and hopefully you've changed right, your attitude. And, uh, no, yep. I, I just a lot of us, a lot of us were hanging on to the past, and we needed something yeah. to get us uh, looking forward to the future, and that's what happened. Derek, yep. Merry Christmas, buddy. It's great to have you in our sphere of influence, whether you're wearing <laughs> essential oils or wearing a shirt or not. We appreciate you, buddy. Happy holidays. Yuletide greetings. Happy Hanukkah. And hopefully a few more wins on the recruiting trail before I'm on. I don't even know what's going to happen. I can't keep track of the calendar, but I appreciate you guys. Great insight about the Badgers in the last three or four years. And I think we've we've pushed the envelope here. We got to where we need to be. Okay. Adios. All right. Did he, he, did he just sign off by complimenting himself? <laughs> he did. He, well, he complimented himself <laughs> in a fantastic way. Don't, don't and, and shut him down. Goodbye. There you go. Bye. Does he not know it's the fickle era and we're running on a clock now? Does he not understand that? Oh, oh good old Derek Blake's. You got him all. You got him all outside. hot and bothered, getting him all revved up with those oils and everything else. So I put that Robes on you. And lotions. Yeah, exactly. Shag carpeting. Uh, we appreciate our Badgers outsider and the insights he brings and the praise he gives himself on his way out the door for twenty twenty two. More next.